Now I, I get didn't into make one of my trademark interest. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Okay, well, I have. Um, I was just going to bring up the cast list on my, uh, my uh, laptop because I always, I'm always going, you know the guy who plays. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking that myself because I wanted to say something about Philip. So his yeah, name is did. Tobias Menzies. Menzies. Yeah. yeah. He's the one I wanted to mention. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was thinking I really need to start learning the names of these <laughs> people because not, not that anybody's listening, but if they were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I'm not like you know that there. guy, <laughs> yeah. um, but I did. I do have a little intro for um, oh, the field one. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. will I do the intro for the field yeah, one? You sure, can do the one yeah. for the crown. Well, I didn't um, write anything for it, but uh, yeah, like I say, I have an intro. I stole it from Wikipedia. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> it's quite a good one. I just thought I'm not going to be able to improve on that. So we talk about the crime first and then talk about yesterday sure. afterwards. Let me just, I'm going to swap out that mic stand. I just realised, are we recommending something at the end of this? Oh, I do have I something I could there. recommend, actually, yeah. Hang on. Can you hear? Yeah, we're in the headphones. Oh, good. But I don't particularly want to use them. Oh. Um. Oh, this. I don't think there's a. Is there a thing at the at the at the bottom of your one? Yeah. There's no. This is either broken or. It's, I wouldn't have bothered. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine anyway. <laughs> yep. So I want to get the number own. right. Even though the number is wrong the, for which episode number it is. Oh, Let me right. say this is number 11. Oh, right. Okay. So this, this would be the fifth one to go up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so is yeah. it only, it's only the five up on Spotify, is it? Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I just need to dig the other ones out. Right, okay. Um, yeah. Right. So will we just go into it? Yeah, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So it's episode 11. It's episode 11. Good luck finding okay. the first six. So. <laughs> the elusive <laughs> six. We'll yeah. have those up soon if yeah. anyone wants to hear about all, all pop culture. All of our, all of our fans <laughs> all pop culture are vying for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, how are you? I'm good. good. I'm how are you? After I just, a race across I, town. Yeah, I feel like I sat <laughs> most of the day today in traffic. Dublin City oh, yeah. is ridiculous oh, for traffic. It took me two hours to get in from Swords and then it took two and a half hours to get out here. Well, because I had to go around and get... Anyway, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> That's a, a lot of sitting in traffic. Anyway, but other than that, how are you? Yeah, good. Good. It was an exhausting day of classes that nobody cares about. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. on me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fine, but uh, exhausting. Mm. So... Have you been uh, watching or enjoying anything other than what we're looking at? Um, so I uh, yeah. What have I been watching at the moment? I have. Oh, do you know what I wanted to start watching? Actually, um, do you ever hear the series Alfred Hitchcock presents? You know the series the that he had. Yeah, the old one yeah, in the sixties. Yeah. Um, it just came up there last week, and was talking about different Hitchcock films that we mm-hmm. hadn't seen and would like to see. And that's actually a series that I would love to watch okay. again. Some some particular yeah. episodes, but I remember watching an episode, and I think it, I don't know if it's called the boy on the bus or the boy, but I know there's a bus in it, right. and there's a boy, and there's a bomb as well, and a oh, long time before <laughs> speed. So uh, I thought. Oh, that I remember oh, seeing that in college and I really liked it so this is something that all the young people listen yeah, really yeah. get behind and, yeah you know. <laughs> so that yeah. and there, there is another thing but I'm going to recommend it to you at the at end, end of this episode yeah okay. right. have you been watching anything uh, I do have something to recommend at the end I'll get to that but uh, I've been watching I kind of missed it the first time around but uh, Last Man on Earth 
Oh, okay. Uh, nice. Will Forte uh, oh, okay. is his show where he is the last man on earth, at least for the first episode, and it turns out the last man on earth is an idiot. Oh. And, you know, he's he's living in a huge mansion, but he's taken all these famous works of art into his house. He's got a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> skull on his table. Right. So he's just an idiot. And then he finds out he's not the last man on earth. And oh. it's just this somebody else idiotic bunch of people he ends up with but it's very very enjoyable and okay. I'm re-watching The American Office oh right I've never seen either of The Offices oh, really? actually yeah, um, yeah. I kind of feel like now time, you know, I'm sort of yeah I feel like I'm a bit now it's a bit like oh that was a while ago yeah. <laughs> even no. though I don't think that about you usually about programmes yeah. but just about well, that particular one going on about <laughs> you know, The you Office is a bit old but Alfred Hitchcock's presents Today in work, we were talking about uh, series, kind of famous series that people hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. So two of the guys hadn't seen The Sopranos. And I was like, oh, I'm what? so jealous you get to watch that yeah. from the start. And I've never seen The West Wing. So I would like to start watching that. They told me I could probably discount season five and six. Altogether? Just well, was, was when just I heard... start from seven or something? Or just... Oh, how many is there? I thought there was only six. Oh, is there? Oh, there's... I, don't oh I don't know. Well, no, I know but... our, our friend Nikki has watched The West Wing all the way through several times. Oh, really? Right. Okay. Which, and, and Nicky must think he's immortal because he thinks that he's gonna. There's gonna be time <laughs> to watch and read everything. There is, yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, I, I like the West West Wing well enough. But did you ever see a movie called The American President? No. Michael Douglas as the president and Annette Benning as this uh, oh, environmentalist who I, I, fall in love with him. I know the one you're it's talking like about. A, no, it's I like have a series of that. It's a very kind of uh, comfortable kind of sanitized version of what I think it is yeah well it's it's no president could be this idealistic I suppose well I suppose anything that I've seen that Aaron Zorkin has written has been a bit like you know it's quite idealistic and I think that's the softest thing he's ever written I think okay right it's funny because I remember hearing this on another podcast where they were saying that it's got this really uplifting uh, theme tune at the end right so no matter what happens it's, it'll go like there was one episode where let's say somebody was shot yeah and, uh, <laughs> let's say who could it be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this person is like you know you think they're about to die and it mm. just goes to black and then you know, the music goes back up and it's so happy and you think they'd have another tune that would, just for the sadder, for the sadder times yeah. Uh, yeah I mean it's worth a look but I, I yeah. found it after two series I kind of went yeah, I kind of get this. This okay. This well, isn't gonna change. maybe I'll just watch the first season. It oh, just feels like it's something I probably yeah, yeah. should watch because it's one of those. Well, the Office is definitely worth your time. You okay. Know? The American one is is really great. It's a different thing altogether, but it's definitely right. Okay. They've taken a more positive approach, I guess, with it in terms of, you know, the. There's cringiness in it, but it's mm. nowhere near as bad as, as, the, the, as the British. I would one, imagine, you know? yeah, the English one is a bit oh grittier. There's, there's some, and, and actually that has aged, I think, worse in some ways. Okay. Is you it know, because th- everyone hates Ricky Gervais now? No, I think it's more, I think it's just the look of it. It seems very kind of early 2000s. Okay, right. Reason. I can't quite put my finger on what it is. But um, it's definitely worth a look. You know? Okay. The American one's great too. Right. Um, so we'll come back to other recommendations at the end. Mm-hmm. So we decided we were going to watch The Crown. The Crown season three. How much of it did you watch? I'm almost finished actually. Right. I'm on episode eight, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, you better yeah. than me. I got I to watched... episode four. Oh, okay, and, uh, right. And I think that's probably, a, you know, a good point to kind of... Um, 
go up no, to. No, without revealing too much of it. And maybe yeah, I'll ask you true, a bit yeah. more about how it goes after that. <laughs> well, that, that's convenient. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk up to the episode <laughs> four. Yeah. No, I, I was in Glasgow at the weekend and I crammed a you good few. Of the, I was in Glasgow at the weekend oh, okay. and uh, I crammed a few of them in on yeah. the plane over. Oh, nice. Well, it's only <coughs> five minutes, but you know, the airport and the plane and all yeah. that. <laughs> and you'd, uh, you'd watched the other two series, obviously. Yeah, and I really, really liked it. Yeah, so yeah. I was really surprised. So I generally tend to not uh, watch anything this I'm going to sound like a massive nationalist republican here I'm really not I just I tend to (laughs) I tend not to watch uh, I haven't watched that many things that are related to the British monarchy or uh, aristocrat the the, Mm. the, um, aristocratic class because I just I tried watching um what is that other one called that everyone loves? Downton Abbey. Oh, Tried I watching watch it. That. I watched I the watch whole it. of the first season because yeah. two of my friends be- practically begged me to watch it yeah. just so we could talk about it. And then I did. Watched the whole of the first season. Had the big thing that happens at the end of the first season. I was like, yep, yeah, no, this is not for me. So I really thought I wouldn't yeah. like The Crown and I was really surprised was at how much yeah. I liked I, it. I was the same because I, for me, Downton Abbey was like poshy standards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It That's was, what well, it was. I, like, I used to, like my former housemate Denise who we both know I would mm. make fun of her for watching it because every episode it seems to be yelled Milud yeah. and that's all it seemed to be for an hour and, and it was lots it of was. furtive looks and kind of repression and stuff yeah so I was kind of expecting this to be along similar lines me too and, yeah uh, but it's uh, but very it was different great. yeah it was instantly great yeah and, it's uh, so well done like the, I really liked in the first series there was the episode where she was the, the coronation yeah and just where Philip was trying to face events and stuff like that the first yeah moment, yeah yeah and just seeing the mechanics of all that I thought were so interesting yeah that's know? the thing because even the, it's funny because even though I always thought I didn't really have any interest watching anything about the British monarchy because yeah. I, I suppose I couldn't really relate to it in a way that was yeah, the main yeah. thing but actually but it is very interesting the yeah, whole absolutely. ritual behind it and the history behind it and yeah. the way they have to live their lives yeah, and the just yeah and, and just getting stuff, a glimpse yeah. into that yeah. and yeah it's been so interesting and, all, and most of the actors pretty much all of the actors have been amazing yeah, in their roles and it's just that clash with their tradition and their you know, not being able to modernize themselves as with the times mm. and the, the conflict that that causes yeah. and all the drama it causes. Yeah. But I am, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But then I was kind of slightly not anxious. I was, I was fine. <laughs> I was a bit nervous. <laughs> I didn't lose any sleep or anything. <laughs> I was so worried. But uh, just that the change of cast, you know, yeah. they would have yeah, to no, do me this, too. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did worry. Like, not, yeah, again, not worry, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it crossed my mind yeah. for a second or How two work, um, you know? when I heard that they were changing because I thought Claire Foy was brilliant she's as the queen. She was really, really good. Yeah. But then when I heard it was Olivia Coleman, I was thinking, well, yeah. she's going to be really good. She, but it seems, and I just is hard to say without being saying something disrespectful, but it seems like the age jump between the two characters in is reality is would be smaller than it is sorry it seems the, like the jump in age of the queen in yeah this is I did think that because Claire, so Claire yeah. Foy is 35 the actress yeah. is 35 but I think the queen was supposed to be younger was she when it, they it, finished and it, as the series starts she's she's barely 40 I don't think she's even 40 uh, as it starts oh as the season 3 yeah, starts yeah, oh right so. yeah she do, I did think that myself 64 isn't it yeah it is it starts so in 64 64 36 55 years ago right yeah and she's early 90s now yeah so she would be Around that, Late yeah. 30s, you know? Okay, right. Well, in yeah. that case, yeah, possibly. It's a I suppose. A little bit visually, uh, yeah. You know, you kind of. 
that's the only and then Claire Foy I suppose because she actually looked a lot younger than she was as yeah, well and then because so, the queen yeah, was yeah. only she was only 21 was it when something she became like queen yeah, or something yeah. so uh, so th- she really suited that that role and she really didn't look by the end the time it was finishing she didn't look like she was yeah. 35 I thought but I did think that that there's a bit of a jump but actually you know in the very first episode where she's yeah. looking at the two stamps yes, and yeah, she's yeah. looking at um the two, you know, her younger self and her older self, yes. and there is, there is obviously yeah. is quite and a I big difference about it. I think they were anticipating that. I think that's almost a little wink to the yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah, like we know, we know it's, it's a different person. Thing. It's kind of like you know. Well, at least they acknowledged it. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure you've absolutely. never watched Neighbours. Have <laughs> you never oh, watched, I watched Neighbours <laughs> back in the day? Why are constantly changing? Do you remember back in the day? Sometimes they used to just change characters, and at the, the, <laughs> for no reason, <laughs> as in they wouldn't kill off a character. Obviously, yeah. an actor would go, or maybe they were just out sick or something like that, and instead writing them out of the episode they'd have them there and at the start of the episode they go on today's episode Randy uh, Randy <laughs> it's going to be played Randy. by blah 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 yeah. like, and a, it was like just it's a play like, or something yeah. like the understudy stuff yeah now they stopped doing that as I it went they on turn but, them out, so they have yeah, to yeah that's the thing like if somebody does get sick or if they just have a really bad mm. bout of food poisoning or something yeah. like what are they going to do <laughs> just have him sitting in the background of the yeah, um, in a blanket in the back else's lines. Yeah. Um, but I, I watching the first episode of this I was kind of I was unsure about how the transition was going because mm-hmm. I did find and I, I think I found this in the first two episodes certainly the first two it wasn't so much about the queen yeah so uh, early on, you would think they would have established that a bit better. She yeah. seems to almost be. Uh, she's almost a secondary she's a character in the in the set. Yeah, and that you do as the season goes on, it gets more and yeah. more like that. As in, there'll be whole episodes just dedicated to Charles, so, right, okay. and she'll be just and she'll be there, but she'll be in the background. But actually, no, I know what you mean. The first two episodes, I really thought, oh. I don't think yeah. this I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this good. as much as uh, the but, others yeah. but I found since it's oh, really found its feet and actually, I'm really enjoying it now. the first one where there's all this uh, suspicion about Harold Wilson yeah he, being the Soviet has spy has turned to be a Soviet spy yeah uh, and it turns out that it was there's another character who has been turned yeah but I thought that exchange at the end between, the between t- himself and Philip oh yeah was brilliant yeah I just yeah. thought that was so good yeah. but then I, I, I do find myself going that's a made-up conversation. That, did well, that happen? This is I don't the, probably know. not. Yeah, this is the thing. I, I was. Or, did a version of this happen? And well, I think they're maybe. getting because I, I was, you know, reading a few articles and listening to a few interviews leading up to this. And um, sorry, what's the name of the? After all of our talk of getting yeah. all the names, <laughs> what is the name of the man who created this? Charles Martin or something? Oh, did I, I think get that so. wrong. The yeah, guy who's no, I... it's Charles something or Charlie. He's the same guy that directed The Crown. Sorry, he's, oh, hey, <laughs> he's the same, he's the same uh, guy that yeah. directed The Queen. Isn't Peter something? Oh, possibly. <laughs> there goes my note. Peter Morgan. Right. I don't know who yeah. Charles Martin is. But <laughs> Peter Charles Martin Morgan. That's how he um, uh, God, what I was like, I can't even remember what I was saying about him now. By Charles Martin. <laughs> <laughs> You're all your facts are related to Charles Martin. I don't know anything about Peter Morgan, but uh, I think I was just saying about the fact that um, oh yeah, yeah sorry, the, I was re- about where the information <laughs> where is the information from. Goes from. Yeah. Um, so it's I think it's a mixture between 
obviously uh, royal biographies speaking to royal insiders and all that and then there's a, there is obviously a good amount yeah. of it I know in season 2 they were saying that apparently, because apparently the queen she doesn't, she doesn't watch it but she's seen apparently according to these yeah, insiders I've whoever they are that. she's watched a couple of episodes and the one thing she was upset about was the episode with Philip and Charles where he was being quite cruel to Charles and saying that he was this weak and all this this was in season, season 2, two. Okay. and and she was basically upset because she said that that's not what happened at all that's not yeah, the way he was so I would imagine there are things that yeah. they have to and they have to dramatise it as well and yeah, you know you kind of I always kind of think is the story not dramatic enough but do you have to kind of yeah. put some extra sauce well, on I, it in a I way suppose, you know? I suppose it probably is dramatic enough but then there has to be these little scenes especially these little intimate scenes where mm. you know they don't know exactly say if it's between Elizabeth yeah. and Philip I mean, nobody is going to know course, what that yeah, is so yeah. they have to kind of imagine it I guess it. it has to be in the spirit of it and just to say well this is this plausible under the circumstances that they would have this conversation yeah and it does it I think generally it's that, a, yeah, yeah there's nothing that I've seen where I thought that's can't be true yeah. can it and actually there's an episode you I don't think you've seen it yet probably I think it's called Moon Dust it's about the moon no, landing no. and it's very good and it's all about Philip really and and okay. you would wonder is that accurate or, or where right. or, I would imagine a lot of that is kind of um uh, artistic license I would say okay. but yeah, it, it's yeah. probably could be based on something but it's a really interesting episode I don't actually a bit of that though I think it's it's totally acceptable to have that you know you have your framework that is real and factual and then you have mm. to build a drama around it yeah um i really enjoyed that first episode by the end of it i really enjoyed it, it yeah i really thought those exchanges with the the russian uh well the english russian spy yeah were really kind of chilling in a yeah way, you know and it no, was just it was really well done just these implication that everyone has secrets and they're just mm. waiting to use them at the yeah. right time and it's everyone yeah is held speech that he made secret, secrets they have on each other yeah know? yeah i thought that was brilliant yeah no it was it was great it was really good and then the second episode is that about margaret was that yeah, margaretology Margaret so what do you think of now again with the names i always pronounce her name wrong helena bonham carter, bonham carter right yeah. okay great I think she's a little distracting in the role. I yeah, think she's I. A, she's. I don't know about her. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes when I see her, all I can see is Selena Bonham Carter. Yeah, <laughs> she's very, visually very different from the actress who went before. Yeah, her. that's the very thing. Different. Very different, and very different to Margaret as well. Now I know yeah. they don't have to be exactly the same, but. There should be some. Yeah, I, that, I do think, you know. for me, I do kind of, you know, I've seen pictures of her and I've heard, you know, stories about her. I would wonder, is she, was she as kind of wild and all that? As, Apparently as, so. I mean, right. there was a story about, um, like, she had really badly injured herself in uh, by getting into a scalding hot bath while drunk. Oh, God. Now, they right. left out the drunk aspect of it, but she had badly burnt her legs. And oh, you kind of go, right. nobody gets into a bath uh, both legs at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody you know, vaults you over do into that? the bath. Yeah. You know, you yeah. put one leg into the yeah. boiling water and then Take kind of Take it go, out and then put, put it back in. in. Maybe yeah. that'll cool it down. But yeah, apparently that, that she was, you know. Pretty, okay. And she had major alcohol problems right she doesn't yeah she's she's a really interesting character and she was a really interesting yeah. character in the first season as well um, she doesn't come across as the nicest person sometimes in terms of how she treats the staff no. but maybe that's just because she's drunk most yeah. of the time so she doesn't also, really care like and she's re- just so eternally bored I suppose yes. in a way but I like the, the dynamic between the, the two sisters and that they each need a bit of what the other has yeah yeah but, you know and it's, it's they, kind of fodder for drama yeah, and that well, the queen can't share yeah you know, well, and I guess she's thing. not allowed to in yeah. a way but she, but 
she does she wants less responsibility margaret wants more but mm. isn't really neither of them up to the job yeah in, in and just the know? dynamic that yeah, yeah the queen feels they're both that yeah they both yeah they yeah. both they're they're both all quite jealous of each other in yeah. some ways and yeah. that the queen feels that margaret is the, you know kind of the popular uh charismatic yeah. one and then margaret feels like she's just left in the shadows all the yeah, time she's so. so much to offer as well and she's yeah. so charming and kind of, mm. but it, the, I, I really enjoyed that that moment in i think it must have been the second episode where she kind of goes to see if she can take her sister's place oh yeah to, to be i wonder did that happen you would you would almost in a way it's kind of like to just make that up and put it in. Yeah, it would be a bit too much. Yeah, but then how would they know about it? It's, yeah. But then there are so many other things that are kind of, you know, open secrets in a way. Yeah. Like the, the idea that, uh, that was in the first and second series that the, that the Queen had had an affair. Oh, oh right, this, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. Porchy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was another yeah. thing that the, 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 they couldn't, the, the they couldn't, royal... They couldn't allude to it any more than they did they did but apparently it's an open secret and right you know, yeah i was reading something about that today and there and there was a, again one yeah. of these royal insiders yeah. a friend of the royal family saying that this was absolutely ridiculous and the queen wouldn't even think about looking at another man that's <laughs> what that's, he said yeah but then you kind of go she's still a person yeah she's still in a, in, a, in, a, in a marriage that was difficult yes and you know it doesn't really matter whatever you know so many of them have been undone by their human nature versus their royal yeah, obligations. Yeah. I mean, you only have to look at recently what's going on with Andrew. Oh, and yeah. His, uh, God, he needs to it, stop going yeah, on TV. He needs to just, just stop being allowed to talk you know, in public. Just right out the clock. I know, you know, I was thinking that. Like, the Queen must be just looking at him going, oh, yeah. stop. I mean, my 90s, yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> so the next episode so far for me has been the... Probably the best one, the Aberfan. Oh, episode, that was amazing! Yeah, that which was is really, really the good. Welsh town of Aberfan and the disaster of the mining, yeah. the mining community there, and they, the mine that collapsed and, and it was dangerously overstacked. Mm-hmm. It was five times the height it yeah. should have been. And then they Basically had heavy a mountain rainfall. of coal facing down on the school, and uh, and uh, excessive rain caused it to sink on itself and and destroy the school and 112 children, children I think were kids and then yeah yeah thought it, that, I think actually that's probably the best episode yeah. of the whole series so far yeah, I it's think been brilliant. Um, and it and I really you know without giving too much away I'm, I'm okay so let's let's kind of go spoilers from here on with this yeah. episode but without too much detail but it, it was the most character uh, revealing episode mm. for the queen in yeah, this one definitely. and it's all about her delay in going to visit yeah, her the delay town response, and, yeah. and she makes a good point at the start about how you know a visiting queen at a site like this just might stop away, yeah and actually you know? when i watched that i was thinking well actually she kind of has yeah. a point there like i'd yeah. say she probably there was if that did well i know that she was she did get criticism at the time yeah. um like with the diana thing as well for her delayed response yes. to it yeah, but yeah. uh um, but it seems like in this series that the 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 royal family are more at the whim of the government than they were in previous series in that in this particular yeah series. it seemed like they were able to insist that she did this Right. Like yeah. Harry yeah. Wilson seems to have a little bit more. More as well. Yeah. Maybe it's because she had said at one point, "What are my instructions?" or something like that. Or what? What are you? What? What? Or is what it? would you have me do? Yeah. Or something. And he yeah. Tells her and she does it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's true. Maybe as the years go on, they, I suppose, maybe it's that they they need to kind of listen to the or they feel like they need to listen to the people more, especially because again, I don't think you've probably gotten to this episode yet. As you go on, you mm. see that there start, starts to be a backlash against the royal right. family and and you know and because the the country. Um, 
um, is in a is in an economic slump, and then the right. royal family are there, and they're seen as a waste of money. So maybe the, this was that at the time they were, they felt yeah. like they had to kind of appeal to the common man yeah. and listen to them. So and it was very much in this episode where she actually did go to see them and how grateful everybody was mm. for her to be there. Yeah, but you know her point was well, what did they see? I, they saw me dabbing my handkerchief yeah. on a bone dry eye. Yeah, know, yeah, like that. that's yeah. She I was d- going through the pantomime of, of you know, the whole thing. You know, but and she oh, did, did mention things about the birth of her children and stuff like that and how she had and she wasn't able to cry and yeah, oh yeah, that so speech that she did at the end. That so. so that speech they were saying, you know, obviously that was met up but it was again based on different things that have been heard about the Queen and that yeah, but I thought yeah. that speech that Olivia Coleman made talking about how she feels like there's there is like that she felt like there was something wrong with her because she yeah. couldn't show emotion and I was thinking you know there possibly is because I know at the time I, she didn't uh, so they never got her on camera crying but witness reports said that she was crying somebody saw her crying yeah. when um a, a child gave her flowers or something and it was right, the okay. only time the yeah, queen had yeah. ever shown any emotion in yeah, public okay. so you know I, I would imagine that the speech that Livy Coleman made I thought it was it was it was a lovely speech and it was very it was it was it was quite sad actually because yeah, I was thinking yeah. If that probably is a lot too that like if you're raised in a particular way and you're raised to kind of be yeah, this sort yeah. of head of state and, and literally you're supposed to be just the head of state you're supposed to be just seen not particularly heard you're yeah. not supposed to show emotion and then if you go your whole life thinking like that it m- must get to oh, a stage the, where the you physically maybe yeah. can't do it after a while and the toll even that would have yeah. on you not being able to show or feel <coughs> emotion yeah and I and the next episode I which was the last one I watched um, was um, called Bubikins oh yes that was, was oh really that was with Princess Alice yeah, yeah. Prince Philip's mother Prince Philip's mother that was great who yeah. seems to have been uh, had this dreadful life from when she yeah. was separated from him and she yeah. ended up as a as a nun as a nun in Greece in Greece mm. and, she, and she comes to stay w- with in, them yeah in Buckingham Palace and, uh, but this kind of brings me to I think you wanted to talk about this too in that the actor who's playing um Prince Philip, Tobias Menzies, Menzies yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, he's I think so he is good. Fantastic. He's I've only seen him yeah. in one other thing before. It was the Up in the Air thing. Is that yeah, what he's going with? He's, he's one of those guys. He's been in a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought he was he's so fantastic. So good. I, I, I thought Matt Smith was great in the role as yeah, well. Yeah, I thought he was good. For some reason, I wasn't as mad about Matt Smith portrayal as other people I think it's just because Philip doesn't come across very nice in the first two seasons and he's not you know there's times where he yeah. doesn't come across nice in this either but for some reason whatever way he's playing him every so often it's like you see the, the person Absolutely. underneath and he's yeah. quite likeable when you know, or even when he smiles or so yeah. there's just little glimpses where you kind of see oh yeah I can see the, the kind of the, the human underneath this yeah. sort of you know grumpy um, he's, exterior he's, he's done that really good thing of um delivering a great performance but also a great impression as it's well it's a really good it's impression really good. And, and it doesn't yeah it doesn't just sound like an impression yeah it's, it's yeah. a really really good performance that he sounds exactly like him which really helps and he, lo- and he really looks like him as well at the time so. I'm just looking up stuff that this uh, Tobias Menzies was in he was in okay. Game of Thrones oh okay well that's how I, I don't know him oh Outlander. Catastrophe right yeah, yeah I heard he was an Outlander I haven't some, seen that some not great things yeah, he was in The Night Manager which I've heard good things about but I haven't watched right okay that's his TV stuff he was in Casino Royale uh, Atonement oh okay quite a lot he's one of those guys he's 
he's always good in the in whatever he's in, yeah, even though the yeah. thing itself isn't great. But yeah. I, think, I thought he was amazing. Yeah, so he's great. The other person who you probably haven't seen much of yet is the actor who plays um Prince Charles. He's right. very good. He, good. he comes yeah. yeah, he makes him he makes him come across as a very likable person. You right, feel okay. you feel by the end of one of the episodes where it's just about Charles going to Wales for studying yeah, yeah. for a, a term in Wales or whatever yeah. so that he can uh, learn Welsh. Uh, I've just felt terrible for him. If that's yeah, what I mean, his life is like, it felt uh, really, really bad for him. Yeah, and as the in the earlier episodes, in the, sorry, in, in the previous series, where he is going to like boarding schools in Scotland. Yeah. The parallel between his education and Philip's education and stuff mm. like that, and how tough it was for them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, like Charles growing up essentially without a father or certainly an absent father physically. Oh yeah, and then the Queen is quite distant with them as well. You see yeah. that again in this in this other this other episode. And and at one stage this this isn't a spoiler, but at one stage he's he's kind of you know he's he has to go to Wales, and then Charles kind of says to uh, Princess Anne, his sister, um, has she come into it yet? In the, she has. She okay, just came yeah. In the fourth episode. Yeah. Where they were doing the the documentary. Oh yeah, the documentary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's saying, oh, why? How come she's so cold with me? How come yeah. she doesn't talk like that way to you? Yeah. And she was saying, oh, I I wish she did. She talks to you like that because you're going to be the next king so yeah, she feels like yeah, she okay. has to I wish she did yeah, talk to me okay. like that that would mean that I'm important you yeah, know and you just see okay. all the time there's these things of yeah, people that people feeling that but it's just yeah. the the the, re- the thing I'm really getting out of this season more so than the others it's just the loneliness that they must yeah, feel like they, all yeah, of them yeah. individually because they're so apart from it say maybe I was going to say apart from maybe Margaret but who really seems to show her feelings but again it's just covered with alcohol and yeah. partying it's not really you and know her, it's not real emotions her feelings are always punished yeah you know? she yeah never, there's there's a cost to everything she does yeah um, just this idea that you can't have any real thoughts of your own yeah, or that you exactly. just have to follow and protocol who, all the time who would choose this life it's yeah. just, it just seems like you kind of go no thanks yeah, it just doesn't yeah. seem worth it you know? no definitely not but uh so we'll, i think we'll wrap it there <coughs> yeah yeah so uh, i'm really enjoying it yeah. and i'm really looking forward to the rest of yeah, it yeah i think you'll enjoy it more yeah. as it goes on as i actually think it gets better as it goes on okay. so uh yeah i would definitely i thoroughly recommend yeah. so uh, season three, three seasons of the crown are currently on netflix so this week i asked will to listen to an album called yesterday and today who's which is by um the field the artist field so the field is a swedish electronic music Music producer Axel Wilner is his real name. He goes under the alias uh, The Field. And yesterday was his second studio album and it was released in 2009. It was a follow-up to his critically acclaimed debut from Here We Go Sublime. And here's a little fact for you. Yesterday today was recorded in one week in a deserted school on a Swedish island. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Just uh, happened to know that. <laughs> so, right. So the reason why I asked uh, Will to listen to yesterday and today was because I thought it'd be an interesting one uh, for you to listen to because mm. you've repeatedly said in the past that you don't like samey music and I yeah. really like you samey like music, what, what one might call samey music. So, Do you know, it's not, it's not that I don't, well, it is that I don't like it, but what I find is I'm just waiting for, okay, this is great. Yeah. Can you step it up a bit yeah yeah you know can we go somewhere else and then come back to this Mm -hmm. or I I guess I'm kind of hung up on song structure in a way yeah well that's the thing yeah yeah you like yeah you like structures you like cooks your riffs harmonies all that sort of stuff (laughs) so but what did you think then when you found out that the field was a music artist and not the film what were you expecting were you did you have any expectations I I don't I wasn't sure what to expect. I had a feeling it was going to be, uh, I thought to be more singing on it. 
Okay, right. And I thought that we'd be more, and I thought it was going to be. I guess in a way I was worried it was going to be songs that were built around two chords that just went on for quite a while. Okay. You know, and in the most for the most part they were just instrumentals that went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that went on for quite a while. while. Like yeah. the first track on the album, I see if I can play it here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just let it run underneath there. Mm-hmm. So the first track on the album is called "I Have the Moon, You Have the Internet," <clears> and I think it's eight and a half minutes long. Oh yeah, I thought really, that. I really liked how it was building. Okay. And I really I was really enjoying it. And I liked that change between the chords. Mm-hmm. You hear it? Eventually, it will. It will soon kick in, eventually. So I, it just keeps building and building at this. And I was enjoying it. Right, okay. I had a really okay. nice feel to it. I really liked the electronic instruments that yeah. they had chosen. And just the feel of it overall was, was really, you know? Yeah. So... But after a while, I was kind of going, this is good, but it's just building. Right. And it's just layering and layering and layering. I'm going to pause it. I'll bring it down for a bit. So it's just layering and layering, and it just got bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. But not. it didn't really feel like it was building to anything. It was just going to get to a certain point and then stop. Okay. It, there was no... It was like a 45-degree ramp. Right, did, yeah. It, you know, and, and in a way, you want kind of... Uh, to, to build and build and then go sharper and sharper yeah, and, yeah. and I think that adds to the excitement mm-hmm. but if you can kind of predict the build and how it's built it's never going to take a, a leap forward in, in tone or anything like that so after listening to the first song I kind of went back and listened again and I kind of found myself skipping ahead so I'm going to skip ahead here oh yeah <laughs> you can see that's halfway Three quarters well, of the way. That's kind of different. Not really. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, well, that's just, different. Not really. <laughs> and it just kind of built and then kind of stopped. But I did enjoy it. I mm. just didn't feel... Um, I didn't feel there needed to be eight minutes of it. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if that had been three minutes of that, I think it would have been more effective than eight. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And I, I liked it, but I didn't need that much of it. Right. It just, there was plenty. Yeah. Either. You know, okay, yeah. It's a, it felt like a snack drawn out to a big meal rather than, right. you know. Okay. Um, I have something to say about the, the whole long song thing, but before I do, what did you think then of the next song and well, the cover, not the remix of Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime? Well, Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime is one of my all time favorite songs. Oh, right. I absolutely love it. And I, I think there's a, uh, I think the Corgis did it first, mm-hmm. and there's a version of it. Oh, by you like Beck, the Beck version? And that's yeah. a great version. From yeah, it, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. I think it's a really beautiful song yeah it really is and I just think that's such a great melody and just those chord changes are just wonderful and I just thought this was good but in a way I was kind of going um, uh, I don't I don't really see the point of a cover if you're an artist if you're an original artist I don't mm-hmm. covers seem old fashioned to me that you would and I know he hasn't done enough with it to kind of justify its place there do you know what I mean right okay yeah see I feel very I feel really differently about his covers or a kind of I I used to call them covers and now I suppose they're more remixes and that and he does there's a whole there's a whole playlist actually on Spotify of just field remixes and I don't even think that's yeah Yeah. but what I think is amazing about the field is that he can take something and for me anyway change it quite a lot and it's totally and I I really like the original I really like Beck's version as well but for me this is 
is my favorite one just because I feel like he did something with it that I hadn't heard the others do. It's just a, it's a different tone and he does that sometimes or he'll take a sample of something and he'll change it into something and I'll be kind of thinking when I'm listening to it, how did he listen to that and I then turn that. it into yeah, this? Yeah. I think that's I think that's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. for some like everybody's got to learn sometime. That's one of my favorite. I have a lot of uh, favorite field songs, but that was kind of one of my first. Yeah. That was the song that kind of got me into him in the first place. Yeah. And it's one of the only ones with lyrics in it for a little while as well. Yeah. But um and I am just gonna play a tiny bit of it. Oh here. yeah. Yeah. And it starts off quite traditional. Yeah, yeah. The, the fake uh, uh, vinyls. Tackle, yeah, you know? yeah. It does start off quite traditional, but then the bit where it breaks and yeah. it goes into the other thing. And for me, yeah. one of the reasons why I love it when I'm listening to it, especially say if I'm listening to it when I'm driving or on headphones or something, sure. I find it's re- his music is very cinematic and it's right. very visual to me in that when I'm listening to it, I... You, see, almost, you almost see a yeah, film in your head okay. or something like that and, and that that's one of the reasons why why yeah. I love his music but, so did you feel that at all when you I, were... I like this I'm just going to skip ahead a little bit see there he's still yeah. very much sticking to the song as such yeah and then back into it so I kind of come in. felt that he never really got far enough away from the song. Right, okay. You know, and I, but Nick. I think it's a great choice, but I just don't get... I think you run the risk of... When you put a cover on your record, you run the risk of it looking like filler. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't have enough of your own tunes to put on there. Right, okay. And um, I liked it, but I, it was unexpected and it was interesting. I, again, I liked the instrument choices and I loved the... It's beautifully mixed and it just sounds great. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was it was it, kind of a, at the end of it, kind of yeah, it was a, an odd choice, an interesting choice. But, right? Uh, yeah, it is. It's funny because I had listened to it as a single first, and then I listened to it on the album, and yeah, it kind of it does seem quite different, you know, yeah. to all the rest of them. The main reason, actually, why I, I suggest so first I suggested uh, Infinite Moment for you to yes. listen to, and yeah. then I said actually the um, uh, switch to Yesterday and Today, and the reason was because. I think that's probably the most kind of uh, accessible of his albums right. in that I think because of that song yeah, because yeah. I kind of thought well you might like the rest of it you might like that song and then I thought oh, if yeah. you don't like that song then you, you don't like the field basically yeah, no, and you're not going to like the field it, for me it was I, I, I liked it it's hard because you know when you have a version of that song in your head yeah that you, like you really really like it yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's, yeah, there's room for both obviously but it, I just found it was um, what I found about a lot of these songs was I, I kind of thought they were like um, it was like almost like whatever point you drop in on it it does it, it, all it's done has gotten a little bigger than it was a minute ago mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so the songs just seem to grow in a very linear kind of steady progression and then they stop yeah and I just kind of thought I like dynamics in a song where even if it had climbed for a bit and then dropped down and built back up or uh, if it had built at a sharper or made a jump yeah to, so rather than gradually go from A to D you might go A to B and then jump to D jump mm-hmm. over C and then you know that leap is exciting you know but it was the gradual nature of it that made me kind of go Okay, because I know you're not building anything. Well, see, this is the thing. So, (laughs) how many times did you listen to it? I'd say I, uh, I definitely twice and I'd say I got halfway through a third list okay yeah. right okay well, yeah. that's pretty good yeah because I think and I think it's 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 really funny because it's kind of similar to the Warren Drug, Drugs thing yeah. in that I 
I love it. I love his music. And again, a lot of it is based on where I was at the sure. time when I yeah, listened yeah. to it. And I do associate this music, music with it, you know, where I was, kind yeah. of how I was feeling at the time. So that is a lot to do with it. And even kind of like the phase in my life that I was sure. going through, you know, yeah, the way yeah, you associate absolutely. it with that. But at the same time, I, I do think my musical tastes are changing in that I, I used to I think I said this I used to love short songs I used right, to you know right, really right, kind right. of the shortest song almost yeah. the better now I'm lo- like do you ever listen to Lindstrom no he's another he's Norwegian actually okay. and he's got, got similar enough to the field yeah. but um, it's, there's one of his tracks that's 28 minutes long it's, right, it just okay. goes on and I, I love that now actually because I find it I just find their music that, that type of music is very very immersive when you're yeah. listening to it it's actually brilliant when you're editing I find sure. really really good editing yeah. music but I think one of the things I like about it is that you have to have patience like you have to and yeah. I kind of like that but at the same time I can totally understand why people wouldn't like it and yeah. I, you know again it's not it's not that I didn't like it I or just, would get a bit bored or be a bit yeah, like restless I, listening to it going okay what's yeah what's gonna happen now sometimes about it is this is gonna sound harsh and i don't mean it to be because i don't really care about how things are made i just care if they're good i don't care you know about the technical or the playing ability but it strikes me as th- they probably maybe i'm completely wrong about this but maybe that he's not a great musician right he's a better builder of a tune than okay. a physical musician right because it's, see, I just don't know how two chords would satisfy you for that long yeah it just feels like if you can play if you can play piano or guitar you wouldn't just sit playing two chords on, on either of those things for 10 minutes mm. but I guess that's not what he's doing yeah but it's no, I, I, yeah. this, this, I, this kind of music is made by people who I'm not I don't mean to be a snob about it but but who can't really play that well right okay Do you know what I, mean? I would have always thought that probably yeah. I, I actually would have always and I don't thought mean that, that about a disparaging thing because i don't care how you do it yeah Do you know what i mean i i have no interest in your technical virtuosity or anything like that but you do sometimes hear it, it like nikki is a I, I consider a good musician mm-hmm. if i asked him to play a c chord on the keyboard he wouldn't know what that was right okay Do you know um and you know, but he can make things. Yeah, and he can get things done. Yeah, yeah. And he does it in an interesting way because his limitations as a tech, as a traditional musician in vertical commas, are are you know can be a positive thing. Right. Yeah. But and maybe I'm completely wrong about this guy. He might be an absolute virtuoso on everything he does, but uh, it just strikes me now and again as maybe he can't actually play that well right. I don't know why that okay. makes a difference no, I, I know what you mean because I again, I used to definitely would have thought that and I would have thought that if I'd say mm. DJs and things like that as yeah, well yeah. are kind of quite similar you know that sort of thing and definitely I would have had that in my head and that even if I like a song they're on a different you know other musicians are on a different level but now I don't feel like that anymore mm. but I can understand why you think that because I yeah. find because I just think yeah, possibly they might, he mightn't be. He might he mightn't be as good of a, I suppose tradition as a musician as, yeah. as other people. But for me, I suppose that doesn't mean as much to me anymore now because I don't even know if I'm that interested in that type of music. For yeah. me, it's somebody who has this ability to build soundscapes. It's sure, just like a absolutely. massive but, soundscape and 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 having it move. So even yeah. if it's so subtle, like I know it's a thing of when you're in a, when you're listening to a field song you could go one minute and it seems like nothing's changed but I find the more you listen to it mm. and the more the, yeah, and yeah. different times when you listen to it and it also depends on the mood that you're in it depends whether you're sure. you know you're sober whether you're drinking any sure. that's it all of yeah. that kind of makes a difference yeah. to it but I find you really start to hear there's all yeah. these little subtle really really subtle differences yeah. that come in and it's almost like waves you yeah. know like coming in and out the every so often I say about it being a musician who can you know play a traditional instrument in that sense is that 
if you can do that, you have you have more of a language of music to work with. You have more of a, a, a repertoire of chords and stuff. Because mm-hmm. like I sometimes think you can tell the difference between um, uh, a, a one finger keyboard player and a chord player. Right. You know okay. I mean? Yeah. And I think these seem quite simplistic melodies and chord changes to me. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. A musician is just someone who makes music. A DJ is not a musician. (laughs) (laughs) But this guy is a musician. I don't care how he does it. Yeah. But I can sometimes, I sometimes think I can hear the limitations of their playing ability. Okay, yeah. And that could be true. That's simplified. That could be true, but I suppose, yeah, it just depends whether... I, yeah, I think a lot of it is depends on, on, on musical taste and whether, sure. again, you like to hear instruments in it and whether oh, yeah. you like to hear but different, you know, different pr- progressions of music and yeah. that. See, but I don't have to like it to think it's good. Yeah. You know, I can see the quality in it. It's definitely there. But like, there was this song, Sequenced. Which oh, was that's, that's, that's my favourite song. That's one of, actually, ev- after everybody's got to learn, that's my favourite one. This was like 16 minutes. It's great, though. <laughs> I can jump ahead and I don't mean this to be fair but just to give a sense because it builds yeah I really like the feel of it I really yeah. like that you know in a way it's probably one of his darker well there's a couple of there's a couple of songs like this on Infinite Moment actually yeah. actually maybe you should like if you if you have the time or if you're interested yeah. there are two of his other albums that I think you should listen to but his most recent one Infinite Moment yeah. he has a couple of songs like this that I suppose are, sound a little bit darker right. than um, some of the other songs on Yesterday and Today and Looping State of Mind but I know what you mean it seems like it's the same thing going on and on yeah. but Again, I suppose, like, I think that's a song, as if I do this a lot, but that's brilliant if you say you're running or something. Yeah, and it's really, course, but yeah. again, I find that song when I'm listening to it, especially if I'm listening to it on a really good pair of headphones or in my car or something, it just kind of travels around yeah, you all the yeah. time. It's that, it's, that's but kind of. It feels of, like you need to be doing something, something alongside this music. Right, yeah. Rather than just sitting listening to well, it. Well, see, I, you but that's the thing. Really now I could, I could just yeah. sit down and just listen to it and kind of just, again, just sort of almost relax into it and I know it might seem easier to do that with other songs that say have lyrics yeah. or you know different chords and all yeah. that with your fancy three chords and more <laughs> and all of that but uh, well again I really think it's just a preference thing but for me oh, yeah. it's just it's just this idea of the having these really kind of cinematic vast soundscapes and how he's mm. able to create this I find a lot of his music is quite um, uh, ethereal almost in a way it's other, oh, almost yeah. kind of otherworldly and I think he's amazing at doing uh, um, remixes as in yeah, uh, especially yeah. in the, the the playlist that I've been listening to there's so many songs where I wouldn't have heard of the original before and then I went back and listened to it yeah. and I, I couldn't believe again I couldn't believe like yeah. how did he listen to that and then come up with this and yeah. a lot of the time I would prefer the remix to the original sure. not so much in everybody's got to learn sometimes I really like the original and I really like Beck's version I just yeah. think for me this one is as good but did you do you have you heard of the band uh, the Cockatoo Twins yes Cockatoo. so yeah, yeah, in them, the yeah. more I do I think it's the more I do. Um, the more that I do. The more that I do. At mi- three minutes into that, they sample one of their songs called Laurelay. Oh, yeah. And the voice that you hear looping is uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Fraser. Fraser's voice. Cocktail twins are amazing. So I quite, I quite like them because and I like the whole synthy vibe. I didn't know until recently that they're just not saying any words. So that no, it's, she's, it's gobbledygook. She, yeah, it's that, the same gobbledygook every time she sings it. Yeah, but yeah. 
so that's her voice. But, but, that's, but she, they have an album called Heaven or Las Vegas, you know? Yeah, album, yeah, yeah. Which is the kind of the big commercial one that you're not supposed to like. You're supposed to like the other one. Okay, right. right. I think it's just incredible. Right, know? okay. But I enjoyed it. I have to say, I did enjoy it. I'm not sure. I, I'll check out the other one, uh, Infinite Moment. So there's Infinite Moment and the other one you might like, well, it's Looping State of Mind. Again, you've probably guessed from the name, there's a lot of looping in it, but again, yeah. like, especially if you are editing one day, if you're doing something, I do think it's good for that. But for me as well, it's not just because somebody in, in work described it saying, oh, yeah, it's really good editing music. But for me, I can understand that. But at the same time, that that's almost lessening it for me. I think okay. it's more than that in that I sure. could sit down and listen to that or li- like I would imagine lying down and listening yeah. to this or something like that. But uh, yeah, it was. but overall, I'm surprised. You seem to enjoy it more than I thought I you would though. I thought you were going that. to hit, no, really no, not enjoy it. I didn't it at all. I don't okay. know nothing. I kind of found that sometimes that the songs felt like, uh, like I was saying before, like fractals. Yeah. You, you could, no matter how deep you zoomed into them, it, it would just Ooh. kind of repeat itself and come back at the end. Yeah, that's just no the... bad thing. And I, and I kind of like, I admire, this sounds like a backhanded compliment, but I think <laughs> it takes a lot of confidence to kind of go, I'm just going to go with this two chord riff thingy and build and build and build on it. It doesn't need more than that. It is its own thing. And I think that's, that's, uh, that's not something you start off with. Mm-hmm. You build to that, you know, and it, this isn't like, I, 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 don't think he's one of those guys who just can't play and this is all he can do. I certainly don't think that. I think he's very talented. Uh, it's not 100% my thing. I'd like a little more variety here and there. and uh, But I really loved the the feel of it and the sound of it. I, yeah, I it's, yeah, it's kind of the, it's kinda the they, feel they, of it, yeah. It's just fantastic and, and it's just, beautifully put together, you know. Yeah, and just the the final thing that I'll say on it, other than the fact that I do think the more you listen to it, you start to hear all these little subtle changes kind of weaving in and out that you wouldn't have heard before, but you really almost do kind of be listening, yeah. need to be listening out for them in a way. I find whatever he does with his music, and I don't know if this is intentional or if it's something happening in yeah. your brain when you listen to certain okay. beats or certain patterns of music or whatever, but if he if he's, he's doing it, it's... um it's really interesting I don't know how he does it but you start to you'll be listening to something and maybe it's because it's going on for so long I'll find that I'll start adding an instrument or adding a beat or something like that in my head I find I do that a lot with his songs that that kind of happens where you'll be sort of listening and, and it could be something got to do with the fact that you're listening to the same a similar yeah, beat yeah, yeah. over and over again or a pattern and then your brain kind of yeah. starts putting something else in or maybe it's something he's doing it and that yeah. he's layering it in a certain way or taking out things or putting in things yeah. but like, uh, so one of my favourite bands is a band called the High Lamas and they do a thing with a lot of the instrumental parts of their music where they will just loop it and go and go now it's a band playing it but they will have like a little three four chord sequence and it will just play over and over and yeah. over and over and it'll be like a five or six minute play out on a song like it bolted on to the end of it initially three minutes on but there is something about the hypnotic nature of that yeah it is and very hypnotic quite yeah. where you are in the song yeah and yeah then, oh, which it's is kind of nice it's, yeah know, more than i thought you know, yeah i do like that you know? and actually just to get like quite deep on it for, yeah. for a minute i think actually one of the reasons why I'm, I'm really enjoying this type of music at the moment and again i'm gonna sound so poncy here i'm not gonna use that the word that i used last time i was trying to say poncy yeah i think it was like a wankerish or something like that <laughs> but I find that you know I suppose even up to a couple of years ago everything you know I kind of always liked to be busy and I was right, always okay. sort of running around all the time and wanted to be busy all the time and everything and I kind of really enjoyed that and I think um, 
the things that I watched and consumed and listened to sort of reflected that. And now it's kind of getting to a stage where I sort of just sort of want to, yeah, because I didn't have time to like listen to a 15 yeah. minute song <laughs> or 25 minute song that went <laughs> on for that long. Whereas now it's like, still running around, still doing all of that. But there is something really nice in the fact that there's this eight minute track that seems very similar the whole way yeah. through. This that idea again of that you having to be a little bit patient. Yeah, way, you have yeah. to sit down. You have to, if you want to enjoy this and you want to sit down, then you're going to have to sit down or do whatever and just yeah. listen to it for those and just kind of appreciate it that's for right. what it is for those 10 minutes or whatever. And I think that is, that's one of the reasons why right. I enjoy it so much. So well, That's great. I mean, I did enjoy, I was supposed to have something to recommend to you, but I didn't even think that's of it. That's grand. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll suggest something you know, via email or something. Yeah, and then we yeah. Can, we can incorporate it. We can it talk in. about it, yeah. Um, so let's finish up with our we had, each had recommendations we oh yeah to make, didn't we? oh yeah yeah so I know this is something that you and we haven't chosen next episodes uh, oh thing. yeah but we not. Can, yeah but we uh, will we'll just tell Shane in person yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to our, announce it our constant listener yeah. you know there is uh, Stephen, awesome. Stephen King has, uh, he always calls Tabitha uh, yeah. he's like a constant reader yeah. so yeah constant <laughs> listener and maybe Nikki I would yeah, imagine yeah. Nikki probably I'd like to that's, think that's so a, that's, that's a grand total of two yeah. but uh, um, yeah so I think you should re- you should really watch One Strange Rock Okay. Yeah. Or is it this strange rock? No, one I strange can't rock. Yeah. The name of it. Yeah. Uh, so tell us what that is. So one strange rock. It's um uh made by Darren Aris- Aronofsky. Yeah. Um and uh, it's about it's basically about Earth and different um uh, different uh, every episode deals with a different things. The first episode I think deals with that uh, um the air that we breathe and oxygen okay. and all of this. But it's told kind of from the point of view or the perspective of astronauts who have gone up into okay. space and have seen Earth from space. So the right. So they'll, you know, they'll be explaining things, what happens on Earth. And the host, who I'll talk about in a minute, will be explaining, um, you know, what actually happens with that. But then the astronauts also talk about it and they talk about seeing that from mm-hmm. space. So it's like at one stage they talk about the electromagnetic, um, the electromagnetic field around right, Earth okay. and how they can actually see that, you know, with yeah, the lights yeah. and everything. And it's it's amazing. It's very, very good. It's very, it looks amazing oh, because yeah. it's um because it's Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Uh, it's quite trippy, you know, some of okay. the stuff which, which yeah, works yeah. really well because okay. the things that they're talking about are absolutely crazy. The only thing is the host is Will Smith <laughs> which you know yeah. does like God bless him like there are times yeah. where I've been watching that and I've actually felt sorry for him because I can see he's really trying to make an effort and like right. he's really he's trying to be good but choice. it's such a strange we were just saying this the other night yeah. that like if even if you had someone like Edward Norton was brought up where if you wanted yeah. to get a celebrity or an actor somebody who you believe is probably into this yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I could say Will Smith probably is into it on a very superficial level but I just yeah. don't believe that he knew all of this before he started uh, making this and maybe that doesn't matter but because he'll kind of still do it in his voice and his yeah, kind of yeah. tone which if he tried to change it maybe that would be worse but some, yeah. like at one stage he calls an astronaut a spaceman <laughs> come on cut <laughs> gonna try that again Will. <laughs> It's like this a guy's different. Man. He's a spaceman. I was just like, I oh, come on, just call him an astronaut. Oh, That's not, you know, highfalutin language. So but I think whenever you see him, I don't know. I just can always faintly hear the fresh Prince yeah. of Bel-Air in the background no matter what and he, he's he, in he talks know? about Philly a lot as well yeah. but uh, that's where he was born right? yeah yeah but every time he says Philly I just think of the fresh Prince of yeah. Bel-Air even <laughs> though he was in Bel-Air but uh, no he but he is again he's trying his best and I do feel a bit bad yeah. for him but that's the only Such thing choice, that is yeah. the only thing but at the same time kind of makes it a bit different just okay. thinking now so but I do think you should watch right. it it's, uh, it's, it's, it's well worth watching it's on my list after The Crown uh, I'm going to okay. recommend uh, Watchmen 
Oh, yeah. Which is just aired its sixth episode of nine on Sky. Okay. Now, it's a tough watch in some ways, but you could probably get like a little 10 minute catch up video on YouTube about what you need to know going in. Okay, right. Because it's based on the 1985 graphic novel by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons, I think, drew it. But essentially, it tells the story of a bunch of costumed non-powerful superheroes they're not mad they're vigilantes essentially yeah and they start up in it starts up in the 40s and 50s and carries on through the 80s and the world changes when through a nuclear accident a genuinely superpowered person exists okay and, and as they say the superman's here and he's american and right he do whatever he's the big blue guy with his willy hanging out basically okay. <laughs> right. and so he's dr manhattan based on the manhattan uh uh the Nuclear experiments, you know, the Manhattan Project. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he is a, essentially a god living amongst them. And somebody, one of the costumed heroes has uncovered a plot to kill off superheroes for some reason. And it ends with the bad guy in the in the book, who everyone thinks is good, basically teleports a giant squid into New York, an alien squid that kills three million people. Why? And it makes everyone think that the world is at risk from beyond squid. our planet right the giant squid thing no it's a total hoax he's, he does it it's, it's not a real thing he just brings it he's he figures out how to do it but it's, but does he actually kill three million people kills three million okay. people because the world is on the brink of nuclear holocaust okay right Russia and america right and this unites the world together okay in a kind of 9-11 style accident and people then say oh, well we have to get right. bombed together and kind of get, like the stand. So this is planted but it's it's turned out to be fake so this is the series is set 35 years later. Right. Okay. Most of the people involved are, are dead. The, uh, and it just sounds ridiculous to describe it. I really mm, don't. I'm fully aware really of how ridiculous does. it is. But it is so brilliantly done. Okay. It's just fantastic. And, and this is a recent series. This is yeah, a series it just started like... six weeks ago. Oh, right. And yeah. was there a series? There wasn't no, a there was a film series? about 10 years ago. Yeah, because I remember that. That name sounds really yeah, familiar. they've been so. trying to make it for decades. You know, like Terry Gilliam was supposed to do it at one point. Right. He wanted to do it as a TV show, but no one would let him. And, and right, then, and who uh, who is making Damon this? Damon Lindelof was doing it. Now, the guy who did Lost. And oh, the okay, right, right. It's just fantastic. It's okay. just one of the most impressive uh, TV shows I've ever seen. Right, just wonderful. And okay, you know it is daft, but the show is fully aware of how daft it is, but treats it seriously. Okay, but without they just strike that balance of taking this potentially ridiculous idea and playing it straight and but it's it's largely uh, to do with race and racial politics in america and um but it is just mad but it is followable if you do just do a little primer on getting up to speed on what it was or if okay. you watch the watchmen so movie. just just right and yeah. can i do it well and can well, i do watch... a recap in five yes, minutes absolutely. or something they're, they're okay 10 minute yeah, yeah what you need to know before i'm watching not gonna watchmen. be watching that movie but the we'll watch, watch the first episode oh i will watchmen. i'll watch it the is... yeah it sounds very good yeah. and where is it on or where can uh, i watch Sky, it Sky, okay uh, atlantic okay so, right right uh, okay or okay. perhaps a kindly soul could uh, yes, donate baby. an episode to you Possibly, yeah. Um, um, no, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll watch it, yeah. It's fantastic. Okay. And uh, Jeremy Irons is in it. Uh, Tim Tim Blake Nelson, you know that actor who was in uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, lots of lots of great actors. And it's just, you know, there's lots of 
brilliant female characters and brilliant age appropriate characters and You're it's right. not all this glamorous cast it's, it just feels very very well developed and thought out it's okay. just fantastic stuff. right okay i'll um, definitely so watch once i finish the crown i'll watch yeah. an episode of that um, yeah okay so, brilliant can we play out with the song from yesterday and today yes we can do you have a preference oh uh maybe maybe uh everybody's gonna learn something okay and through the magic of editing <laughs> Oh,